0: For great-looking T-shirts, hoodies, and sweatshirts, the TNT Shop is now open at tntradio.live. Thanks for listening and being a part of the Chris Smith Show on today's News Talk Radio, TNT. G'day, g'day. Welcome to the program. From Australia, I can give
1: you a very brief weather report, and if you are in the Northern Hemisphere, quite cold at the moment, I can tell you we are perspiring at a great rate of knots, Very hot and sunny in uh, down under Sydney town, and uh, we love it. Hovering around about 30 degrees, and uh, I can only say to you, I won't rub it in anymore. Just keep rugged up. What are you away now? Four, five months away from warmer weather. So uh, get ready for all of that. We enjoy what we've got at the moment. In this edition, one of the great media gotchas in recent years, I couldn't help but tell you all about this at the start of the program. This is the result. This is what happens when you are a left-wing television host. You're trying to campaign for whoever flies the left-wing flag, flies the Democrat flag. But, of course, that doesn't necessarily mean you genuinely, sincerely, personally believe in what you're saying. And for one television host, they were caught red-handed talking to a hot mic when they thought the mic was dead. Nah, 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 nah. That is a rookie error. And I'll explain exactly how much of an error and how, embarrass- how embarrassing it was very shortly. My special guest today is the real-time video journalist, Corinne Clifford, with a mountain of fascinating real news to tell us about today, from the secret tape, Damning the Woman Prosecuting Donald Trump, The latest border chaos, we'll get the latest from Corinne on that. Europe starts to take notice of these farmers who are protesting. You see, it only happened because they started to get arrested. So maybe it wasn't such a bad thing to report on their protests against green tape because they weren't on the right side of the law. Do you see how it works? But at least they're getting a little bit more of attention than they did leading up until this week. And Corinne herself, would you believe, has been censored by X. We'll find out why, when, how, and what for when we speak with Corinne Clifford very shortly. A huge second hour coming onto the program as well. The chief writer at um, Dystopian Down Under, Rebecca Barnett from WA, will join us. Uh, It's been quite a while since we've had uh, Rebecca on the program. Uh, She's got the latest revelations concerning COVID vaccines, including how the US medical fraternity are forming a massive block demanding the banning of all mRNA vaccines. And the block is growing by the day. Some good news there. While in Australia, an inquiry has heard this week from some very respected physicians and professors who have since left their uh, academia, They are all demanding the same thing in an inquiry that's being held this week in Australia, and that is a royal commission, a proper inquiry into the management of COVID-19. Hear, hear. Now, I want to talk about young, entitled, lazy brats in the workplace too. Now, someone might say, well, I'm getting very close to being a grumpy old man, but it's real. And you know it's real. Recruitment expert Graham Wynn is on the program with news from the Fair Work Commission in Australia, which I've got to say made me angry and will probably make you angry because it seems as if the workforce cop's Fair Work Commission is now siding with these lazy, entitled Gen Z staffers. They go off to Fair Work complaining about everything from the fact that they can't use their phones to gossip while they work. (gasps) How dare that boss do such a terrible thing to Gen Z? They go off to the Fair Work Commission and they're vindicated. I don't get it. Who's on the Fair Work Commission, for heaven's sake? And we'll cross to flood and cyclone-stricken northern Queensland on the program. Have a, 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 what a word with National Party MP Keith Pitt the man who of course calls out BS from about a thousand miles away. We'll talk about the billion dollar gas projects that are being trashed by green litigants. They'll do all they can to get into in, in the way of our energy. The Australian government's ignorance over humanitarian donations to the suspect United Nations, never again. And has there really been a major falling out between the Australian prime minister and his treasurer? They haven't been in government for long, but apparently they're not even speaking. We'll find out the veracity of that when we catch up with Keith Pitt. Um, There's that. There's a little bit more. There's so much happening in news, it's not funny. And of course, we have our talkback lines. And you can set the agenda if you like. You don't need to follow what we're doing, what I'm doing. No way. There's no ceiling on opinion. It is the best place to vent and voice your Thoughts on world's the world's biggest news. So do so. Uh, the numbers from the United States and Canada, one 888 Just plug it into your into your phone so you've got it for when it's time to vent. Do so. one 888 from the UK. 033 0024 1026 and from australia and new zealand the numbers 1 800 670 310 let's get into this a big day coming up and I hopefully we'll uh, we'll hear from you as well this is the global news talk network tnt
2: the facts no spin or
0: agenda Not enough with the lies we need the facts this is today's news talk radio tnt
1: I did want to tell you a little bit about what TNT is doing in the month ahead. Very, very important stuff. Now, last December, as you may know, Julian Assange's two-day public hearing was announced for February 20 and 21, not that far away. Uh, It's at the UK High Court to determine whether Julian will have permission to appeal or whether he will be extradited to the United States. TNT will be at the Royal Courts of Justice, will be broadcasting and covering the entire two days if required. And then we'll be uh, broadcasting from various locations throughout London, lighting the fuse for freedom. Today's News Talk TNT, that's exactly what we're doing. So keep across all of that later this month. Now, if you have ever wondered what Joe Biden lovers and campaigners in the mainstream media really, really think of their Commander-in-Chief, well, we got an X-rated insight this week, and you may not have heard of this thus far. In one of the classic gotcha moments on television news in the US for many years, far-left MSNBC host Joy Reid got caught out thanks to a hot mic. She's probably blending some techo in the control room already. You know, the microphone is a very powerful thing, I might add. Uh, it doesn't look much, you know. It's a um, bit of metal covered by a foam sock, which is what we call it. Uh, In the 43 years that I have been using one, I have seen how the mic can change government policy. It can make people cry. It can make people laugh. It can send people to jail. It can do all sorts of things, but it can also embarrass the crap out of the person using it. And that's what's been done to Joy Reid by her own voice. I'll just roll the tape first and then you try and listen carefully and see if you can hear what she said.
3: Over the weekend, President Biden said he's ready to take action if Congress is serious about solving the border issue.
2: If that bill were the law today, I'd shut down the border right now and fix it quickly. And Congress needs to get it done.
3: Starting another fucking war. (laughs) Still trying to kill the deal.
1: Did you catch that? Did you catch it? This was Monday on MSNBC, and the reason we've only just heard about what was said is probably because it was rather difficult to pick up on first appearance unless you were waiting for it. I was able to tell you what's coming up, so you were listening intently. Not many people do that, especially not to Joy Reid. But it was file tape that had Biden speaking and then walking and, and then she said what she said. Um, I'll play it for you again. This time, listen extra carefully, right? Uh, See if you can pick up. There's there's an F word in there. That's the easy part to pick up. And a derogatory reference to another war.
3: Over the weekend, President Biden said he's ready to take action if Congress is serious about solving the border issue.
2: If that bill were the law today, I'd shut down the border right now and fix it quickly. And Congress needs to get it done.
3: Starting another fucking war. (laughs) still trying to kill the deal.
1: Oh, I got it clearly that time. Um, If you still couldn't make out what she said, um, but she said it on a hot mic. She didn't think the mic was actually on. Uh, Joy Reid said, starting another effing war. And she said it with feeling. So this whole pretense about what a wonderful President Biden is was broken by her own true self, by her own words, because the reality is Joy Reid lies for a living and has an authentic dislike for her fake hero, Joe Biden. It's true, you heard what she said, what a phony. Imagine what else is said between these vile lefties in the commercial breaks, can you just imagine? Uh, Wouldn't it be informative to know who else in the cesspool hates the man that they publicly idolize. Wouldn't that be interesting? Now, over on Fox, where it obviously took them a few days to hear about Reed's gaff and then decipher her words, um, they got it to where and they went for the kill. Now, former White House press secretary, Kayleigh McEnany, was invited onto prime time with Jesse Waters.
4: Completely different. Fraudulent, I mean, this is the network that pumps Biden over and over and over. It's, it's the preferred network of the administration, I would argue. They send their surrogates out there all the time. And here's what she's saying behind the scenes. This guy is going to start another war. And this is who she's peddling. It is so beneath Any line of journalistic integrity. Joy Reid, we know she's never been anywhere close to that. And then you get to Scarborough. You know, Joe Biden's engaged, full of energy. Who has ever said that? No one except the drunk guy at the bar. But the same Joe Scarborough says Donald Trump wants to execute his generals. Donald Trump wants to use SEAL Team 6 to execute his opponents. No, that was something a judge put forward as a hypothetical. Nothing Trump said. But they don't play Trump, so you'd never know if he said it or not.
1: She is so clever. See, she not only got stuck into Joy and what Joy said. There was a lot more to this. She wanted to make it a criticism of what else was happening at the same time. So in context, how in a contextual sense, it is hypocrisy writ large. And Reed was actually in the middle of a monologue attacking the Republicans for allegedly taking credit for bills that passed thanks to the Democrats. That was her argument. So it's even more hypocritical that she says what she says. And as Reid slams Biden's opponents, she breaks from the fakery to express her genuine hatred for what Biden is doing internationally. But it was aired live. It was the real Joy Reid, which is why she was then forced to apologise. Yes, it didn't come after the commercial break. It didn't come after the next break. It came very close to the end of the program. At the time when less people are listening than the few that listened during the prime time of the program, Reid apologised to viewers for the behind-the-scenes chatter. I'm sorry for the behind-the-scenes chatter. Chatter. She meant the foul-mouthed dig at her war-mongering president. That's what she should have said. All this from the mob that has made the twisted decision, as you saw in Iowa and New Hampshire, not to put to air. Donald Trump's victory speeches. How twisted is that? Because he's Donald Trump. That's good enough for them. We now know what you see and hear on MSNBC is one big con. They are a branch of the Democrats. Nothing more, nothing less. It's the kind of thing a Democrat would say to people at a party. Another effing war he's bringing us into. Yes, well done, Mr. President. They are a branch of the party. They won't want Biden to win, and they don't want Biden to win. They don't want to go into other wars. Certainly, Joy Joy Reid doesn't want America to go to other wars, but they'll do anything to keep Donald Trump from becoming the next occupier of the White House, even if it means giving a demented warmonger. Another four years in power. How gross is that? This is TNT.
0: TNT's Patrick Henningson. Hamza Dahoud was the eldest son of the Gaza Bureau for Al Jazeera, while Dahoud, who previously lost other family members in Israeli bombing raid. And we would say that this is probably in terms of conflicts. Uh, this many journalists have been lost, uh, killed, injured in the whole of the Second World War, and that lasted uh, a number of years, and only in the last three months are we scraping a hundred on the uh, journalist uh, fatality list, which is coming fast and furious out of Gaza." Patrick Henningsen on today's News Talk TNT. The Lights is Britain's far-right conspiracy theory paper spreading hate and vicious
3: lies. (laughs) No, that's what the BBC say. The Light is the only national newspaper bringing you the real news and informed opinion on what's really going on today. You can subscribe, order copies, submit articles, and read back issues on our website, thelightpaper.co.uk, and see for yourself why the establishment are so worried about the uncensored truth getting out to people every month. They've launched a new service called Wake Up Your Neighbours, where you can get copies delivered to the streets right around you if you don't want to do it yourself. The Light Paper. Not for right, just right so far. Thelightpaper.co.uk
0: Plug in. Website. TNTradio.live. Check it out. Today's News Talk Radio. It's the coolest. TNT. Yeah, very interesting
1: indeed. I I was, I, I found it quite funny that they got away with no coverage on the Monday after Joy Reid said what she said and then no coverage on the Tuesday, then no coverage on the Wednesday until later in that day and later that night. So they almost got away with it. They may have thought they were getting away with it, which is why she apologised very, very late in the programme. Gotcha. All right. Now, the Take Our Border Back convoy, which we've mentioned on the programme previously, is now underway. And on Saturday... Final rally locations are scheduled in Texas, Arizona Arizona, and also California. Organisers are calling on all active and retired law enforcement and military veterans, mama bears, elected officials, business owners, ranchers, truckers, bikers, media and law-abiding, freedom-loving Americans to attend. You're all invited. My next guest will give us an update on this and a whole heap more. Corinne Clifford is a highly accomplished and versatile freelance journalist based in Washington, DC. She's pioneered in the field of video journalism known as active IRT in real time, focusing on capturing real events as they unfold live and without editing. That's what we like to see. Corinne's innovative approach has garnered international attention and she's previously created a YouTube channel with over 1 million subscribers. However, her YouTube account was banned and lost due to medical misinformation charges regarding the COVID-19 pandemic. She joins a very, very long queue of people who thought they had the right to free speech. Corinne Clifford, welcome back to TNT. I'm
4: so grateful to be here, Chris. I have so much news for you.
1: Good. Let's rip right into it. What's your latest intelligence on the progress of the Take Our Border Back convoy?
4: Okay, so I have talked to the highest level organizers for that. I've interviewed uh, several of them myself this week. And basically what's happening is a little bit chaotic. I'm going to try to explain it to you right now. Right now, as we're talking, there is a group of what we call American patriots in the United States of America. Anyone who stands up for the U.S. Constitution, especially the First Amendment, which gives you the right to peacefully assemble, we consider them to be American patriots. Mm -hmm. There's a group of American patriots, 300 approximately, that are in Dripping Springs, which is right outside of Austin, Texas. Now that is five, about approximately five hours from the actual border of Texas. And they're having a meetup, a get together. They are the accumulation of convoys, of cars, of truckers, of different people from across America who drove to Dripping Springs, Texas because of their concern. This is the take your border back real group of people who are meeting in Dripping Springs, which is technically Austin, Texas, right now. And what they're really doing is they're having a Christian revival, Chris. They are praying. They are uh, worshiping Jesus Christ. And so I just interviewed uh, someone who's live in Dripping Springs, and he's telling me that it's just an incredible experience of people meeting, talking, getting to know each other, uh, because They want to know what the plan should be going forward. This particular group is not going to the border, Chris. There's a whole nother group going to the border. The group that's actually going to the border, and you've got to listen to this because it sounds a little bit shocking, but it's 100% real. The group that is actually going to the border and they're going specifically to a one mile radius, we call that Eagle Pass, Texas. The people who are actually going to Eagle Pass, Texas are honestly uh, retired military, truckers, uh, American patriots again, people who care about the U.S. Constitution that want the border to be closed and are willing to stand up and take a stand and help the governor of Texas actually Close the border. Now, the governor of Texas is doing a show at Eagle Pass. He's got 25 other governors in the United States of America joining him. Nothing specific has happened except that in that one mile radius, they are not letting the migrants come across the border anymore. They're allegedly sending them back. But the border of California is wide open. The border of Arizona is wide open. The border of New Mexico is wide open. So honestly, there's no border closures in the United States of America. So you've got one group of people who are meeting in Dripping Springs, which is five hours from the border, just outside of Austin, Texas, meeting and conferring. And they're really getting solid in their Christianity because they believe that Jesus Christ is in charge. The United States of America was built upon very specific Christian morals. If you look at our dollars, if you look at our money, it says, in God we trust, and we believe in freedom of religion. We have a very specific constitution that tells you what your rights are on the federal level, what your rights are on the state level. We believe that in your counties, that's where the real power is. So Dripping Springs, which is right outside of Austin, Texas, is where people are meeting and conferring and getting to know each other. But the real action is going to be in Eagle Pass on Saturday. So all eyes are on Eagle Pass. And the militias, the militias, which are legal in the United States of America, we have the right to own guns, as many as we want in the United States of America. And that's why we believe we have our freedom over countries like France, who had all their guns taken away. So the militias are actually meeting in Eagle Pass, Texas.
1: That is fantastic. And the town of Dripping Springs, which I think is about 5,200, have never seen more people or more trucks in the one location. I love it. This is a great story, and we'll be following it, no doubt, through the course of the weekend on TNT. Now, New York Governor Kathy Hochul is considering deporting illegal migrant thugs who beat up NYPD officers near Times Square. Now we're starting to get to the Nub of all of this. If they are illegal migrants, surely even many Democrats would support the same kind of um, deportation. Get rid of them.
4: Okay, we all say that in the United States of America, but Kathy Hochul is a globalist. She goes to the World Economic Forum. She's playing a game. She's lying to everyone. She is not going to deport anyone. She doesn't care if there's violence. She doesn't care if American citizens are getting kicked out of homeless shelters. They're getting kicked out of their schools. She doesn't care that New York City is getting turned over to the migrants. My mother lives in New York City. My mother can't even get on a subway anymore without getting harassed by migrants who want money. They want to sell her candy that she doesn't even eat and she doesn't feel safe. There's been a lot of burglaries. There's been a lot of crime because of the migrants. New York City is overrun by migrants. It's not
1: up to. What's Kathy doing? She's trying to keep the heat off her at the moment.
4: Yes, it's a publicity stunt. It's all talk and no action. She's doing nothing. I got attacked by a migrant today in Washington, D.C. I was trying to get an Uber, and the person didn't speak English at all. And I said, look, I don't feel safe in this car with you, and I want to see your driver's license. I want to make sure that you really have the right to drive in the United States of America. And he physically attacked me and kicked me out of his Uber. So we are we know this 100% that people are using other people's driver's licenses, fake driver's licenses to take American citizens' jobs in the United States of America. The police don't care about the violence. There's no police I can call. It's all a show in New York City. They're not doing anything.
1: It is chaos. It is just pathetic. Now, I, I want to get the full story on your censorship because it happens on many platforms, as we know, but you've just been censored on Elon Musk's X, which I think is a big deal. What happened?
4: It's one, it's it's just shocking. So yesterday I was trying to post like I do every day because in order to be relevant in the United States of America, you have to have a certain amount of followers on X So I started posting on X again a couple months ago because people always tell me, oh, Corinne, you don't have that many followers on X. So you're not that relevant. Mm -hmm. I can get about 10,000 views, whatever it takes. But I am relevant because just yesterday, well, last week it started last week for 48 hours when I was exposing corrupt judges and their names and their actions and what they were doing in U.S. federal court, I got. I was unable to post on X for 48 hours. But just yesterday, okay, X really sent it to me. They gave me a notice saying that my content is harmful and potentially dangerous. And so they denied my post yesterday. What Can content? What doing post? This? my content was about vaccine shedding. So what I was explaining is that I had dated someone and been intimate with them, someone who'd been vaccinated, and that I've been feeling very sick lately, and that I've been on a specific protocol to get the spike proteins out of my body and vaccine shedding is real. And I put the hashtag vaccine shedding on X on Elon Musk platform, and I got censored. They said, no, we're not posting anything.
1: So someone within X is sitting there, probably with a bureaucrat, you know, a bureaucrat's head over their shoulder, telling them and then making sure that no one hears about vaccine shedding. This is what they're worried about, right?
4: I mean, that's what it seems like. And I'm not even that relevant on X because every time I get to a certain level, my oh. followers disappear or I get censored or banned. I'm not even considered relevant. But on Instagram right now, I'm getting over 150,000 views per post. I can prove that to you on my phone right now. But the bottom line is that when you go to my Instagram page, it says, oh, one like two likes the the, uh, this, the, uh. The way that they are censoring us in social media in America just came up in Congress. You guys covered this. I saw your coverage. It was amazing. Mm -hmm. Uh, But what they really didn't get to is that we are being being censored in a Mm -hmm. way. I don't know. What do you want to call it? You want to say that we're getting what? How do you call this censorship? We're basically just they just say you're getting no views and you're getting 150,000, 200,000 views. That's what's happening.
1: It's just yeah. repulsive. You know, it's, it's fact-checking under whose facts. It's truth-telling under whose truth. Um, you've made an accusation there that's not going to change the scientific world, but they treat the platform like it's some kind of scientific journal. It just doesn't make sense. I've got to go to a quick break for news. We'll come back with you in about 30 seconds. Let's do that right now on TNT.
0: TNT Radio News. news break.
1: Matt Boylan here with a look at your TNT headlines. US President Joe Biden has been slammed for once again likening his son's cancer-related death to the loss of US troops killed by enemy fire overseas. Meanwhile, there's growing speculation the 81-year-old may not be president for much longer, even if he is lucky enough to win a second term in office. And as talk of a new world war heats up, Britain has announced plans to test fire a nuclear missile to be launched from a submarine in the
0: Atlantic. We're the pinup boys and poster girls for free speech. We just don't look as impressive as Vladimir Putin shirtless on a horse. Yeah. 24-7, 365, we never stop sifting fact from fiction, misinformation from the truth, from government overreach to the latest on mandates, big tech censorship to propaganda gone mad. Listen to TNT Radio and get the news and views direct from our expert presenters and commentators anywhere you go. Ask Alexa or Google to play TNT Radio or download the TNT Radio app for free from the App Store or Google Play. Today's News Talk, this is TNT
1: Radio. Welcome back. I've got independent journalist Corinne Clifford with me right now. Busy, busy today, Corinne. You've been in Washington, D.C. at the federal court. Um, There are cases related to January 6th. What update can you give us?
4: The update is that no one has ever won in three years a jury trial in Washington, D.C. federal court. As a matter of fact, one person a day approximately is still getting arrested for uh, attending a rally at the U.S. Capitol that is covered by your First Amendment freedom to uh, redress your government. And it's getting deeper now because, you know, it's been three years in the United States of America for uh, our country to be arresting its own citizens one a day for the last three years, the month of January, approximately 33, this last week, nine, it's getting more and more aggressive. The United States of America is falling apart. America, the United States, we're turning into a third world country. And that's what I'm documenting in Washington, DC. It's getting worse. This next week in, in, in the state of Colorado, there is a woman named Tita Peters, who I just interviewed. And she is facing 20 years in federal prison for exposing election corruption in Colorado. She was the county clerk of Mesa, Colorado, and she exposed that Trump won in 2020 and the FBI violently arrested her. And now she's facing 20 years in federal prison. I never thought that I'd see this happen in the United States of America. Just this week, we had pro-life activists uh, get arrested for a conspiracy, charged with 11 years in federal prison for praying in front of an abortion clinic.
1: Give me a break. What a catastrophe this is. It's the deconstruction of democracy and human rights. That's what it is. All right. I want to talk about Fanny Willis, um, who's got a lot of rights according to what we've heard or up to, been up to, the Georgia district attorney she is, driving the landmark election interference case against Trump. Um, she's facing accusations that she improperly hired her romantic partner on the prosecution team. This has got to help Trump to the to the point at which Trump's co-accused and Trump are likely to walk, aren't they? <laughs>
4: I mean, it does help Trump, but all of us who are watching this go down, I was not originally a Trumper, and now 100% I am. Because when you see someone get persecuted and prosecuted on this level, you realize that, you know, thank God he's a billionaire. Anyone else would have cracked. He's getting a fined $80 million at a time. Anyone else would have cracked under this pressure. So God did call him to lead the United States of America out of the disaster that we're in. This is the first time that I'm actually telling you that I I find it. uh, I'm worried. I'm concerned. I'm actually honestly embarrassed at the state of our country. When you watch the current dictator of the United States of America, Joe Biden speak, and you see how he behaves, you realize that our country has been taken over by the deep state, uh, by the intelligence agencies, and by super billionaire, trillionaire globalists that don't care about us. Yeah, We're well in said. trouble. Well America said. is in peril.
1: Yeah, well said. Now, Fannie Willis's office got a federal grant for half a million dollars which was supposed to go to gang prevention, we read today. But Fanny's aide, Michael Cuffey, allegedly blew the money on travel, computers and swag. A whistleblower, Amanda Timpson, uh, confronted Fanny and recorded it. Have a listen to this.
2: He wanted
3: to do things with grants that were impossible. And I kept telling him, like, we can't do that and questioning stuff. He would take me off projects, tell people I wasn't doing what I was supposed to because I questioned him. Because Mm -hmm. I understood. I helped write that grant. I knew what was in that grant. He told everybody, we're going to get MacBooks, We're going to do that. We're going to get swag. We're going to use it for travel. I said, you cannot do that. It's a very, very specific grant. So I respect that is your assessment. Um, it was clear to me that you and Mr. Cuffey were not getting along. And I'm not saying that your assessment is wrong.
1: Oh, I'm not saying your assessment is wrong. That's interesting. But apparently straight after that, the whistleblower was fired by Fanny Willis. Um, it's, we're starting to see the true character of the person the Democrats are relying on to take Trump down.
4: Yes, and this is going to be exposed more and more because actually when whistleblowers stand up, uh, billionaires on our side, freedom fighters, come out of nowhere and help them. And there are lawyers, they get free lawyers, they get help. So we need as many whistleblowers in every country around the world to be brave and tell the truth about what they've witnessed. Because what you're going to find, not just in America, but in Canada, in Australia, in England, all around the world, you're going to see that the money has not gotten gotten to where it's supposed to go to. And it's been stolen. You can watch our our cities around the world falling apart because the money's getting stolen by the people who are in power right now.
1: Yeah, you're, you're right. There are plenty of examples to cite. Now, farmers across Europe continue massive protests, which is very encouraging, against enormously costly climate change rules and policies and fees and taxes. Uh, Major thoroughfares in Brussels were blocked yesterday. They lit fires. There were around 1,300 tractors, according to police. Uh, I just want to play one quick snippet, if I may. Here's a report just in from Sky News Europe correspondent Adam Parsons.
2: As you can see over here, fires burning, acrid smell. Those are uh, tyres. That have, been, uh, that have been thrown in there, billowing black smoke. That is the European Parliament over there, which is being uh, which is being surrounded by these protesters. But also down there is the European Council and European leaders, all of them, Olaf Schultz, Emmanuel Macron uh, and so on, all coming to Brussels today. So this is a show of strength um, by farmers. Pretty good natured, I have to say, so far, although there's been a lot of eggs and fireworks thrown at the police who are protecting... The European Parliament.
1: Yeah, they did it in the right place, given where everyone is converging in the next 24 hours. But I'm just thinking, if we could gather a convoy of, you know, true Americans on the southern border, why can't we get the farmers of the US fired up like the European farmers are?
4: So the difference is is very interesting. The difference obviously is that there are not there are no gun rights. The people of Europe gave their gun rights up. In the United States of America, we have the Second Amendment to our Constitution, which ensures that you have the right to bear arms and have guns. So the protesting that's going to happen in the United States of America with respect to the farmers is going to be way different. Because it's not just the farmers that are getting repressed. It's the truckers. It's the people. And so the farmers end up going in cars, they end up going in trucks, and they are going to start standing up. But it's going to be different because our people in the United States of America can carry guns and they do have the right to bear arms so it's going to be way different I do not want any violence the greatest movements of Gandhi in India of Martin Luther King in the United States of America have been peaceful protesters mm-hmm. just standing United and being nonviolent, and that's what we all want but there is honestly a risk of violence in the United States of America because we have the right to to have guns. I don't want a false flag. I don't want intelligence agencies to pretend like they're American patriots and use guns and hurt people and cause a false flag. So that's why you need independent journalists like me to tell you the truth because I'm out there on the front line. I'm going to tell you where the feds are, where the spies are, uh, who's instigating what and what really happens. I know uh, all the most, all. I'm not going to say all, I know most all the independent journalists across America and we are united United, and we are going to report the truth. So I will tell you exactly what's what's going to happen with our farmers.
1: Do you think, do you think one of the reasons why there's a hesitancy to gather in large numbers to protest at the moment has something to do with the kind of, I guess, interrogation, um, prosecution, harassment of so many people who turned up to the Capitol building on January the 6th?
4: Yes, of course. But the difference now is that while I am here in DC tracking the very serious political prisoner situation happening just last week, uh, a beloved American patriot who was in pro se because no lawyer has ever won in US federal court in a jury trial. um, Only two people have been acquitted uh, out of the 1500 they've arrested uh, because they uh, had a bench trial with a judge that was kind of, you know, kind of cared. But the bottom line is this, you know, when the this when things really begin to go down, uh American people are brave and they're going to organize in their town, in their city, in their county. And that's what people have to understand. America is a very big nation. And so we've got towns, cities, counties, and American people are organizing and they are ready. I just did an 18-hour marathon, and on that marathon, we were talking about all the counties and how they have their sheriff and they have their mayor and they're getting organized to say no to our corrupt current corrupt federal government.
1: Hang on a second. You've done an 18-hour marathon. What was that about?
4: So on Tuesday, we did an 18-hour marathon. It was called the Save America Marathon. It was a whole bunch of us independent journalists, um, Some of my greatest mentors, you can watch it, the Save America Marathon. It's on LFA Live from America channel on Rumble. And we did 18 hours talking to people about how to organize in their local county and how to really get organized within your city, within your town, how to get organized locally. Because real change Throughout history, real change happens on the local level. Real change is not going to happen in Washington, D.C. Real change is not going to happen in the capitals. It's not going to happen in Geneva, Switzerland with the super rich. It's going to happen locally with the farmers, with the people who stand up for their freedom.
1: Good on you. 18 hours. That's just amazing. That is dedication to the cause. Now, over the next six months, thousands of US service members will participate in the largest NATO exercise since the end of the Cold War. Uh, this is called Exercise Steadfast Defender 24, which will feature about 90,000 service members from the 31 NATO allies in Sweden. Is this preparation for World War III, Corinne?
4: Yes, of course, Chris. You know, and it's even prophesized in the Bible, we are headed towards World War III. You know, I have a lot of uh, high-level intelligence uh, people in the military and around America who talk to me because they really want to prepare the American public and the world and the people in every country uh, for what's about to happen. Um, We have an incredible uh, group of, I I don't even know how to say this properly, retired military. They're not they're, they're considered white hats, but they're not organized uh, just yet, but they're getting organized. And basically, they're going to stand up for the truth. So 2024 is going to be probably one of the most intense years we've ever seen. And I don't like to talk about the future, but what I've heard is that World War III is starting in June. The powers that be, the globalists, make a lot of money off of war. This doesn't have to happen. But the powers that be make money. And this is yep. going to be all about money. And yep. then they can have a follow-up flag and they could try to stop the elections, in the United States of America, but we're prepared for that. And we're not going to let that happen. And that's where I'm a real journalist. I'm going to end up being a war journalist. I'm going to be on the front line with uh, everything that happens. And I'm going to tell you what's really happening. So yes, NATO is preparing us for World War III. The globalists want World War III. We, the people, you and me, Chris, we don't want any war. Wow. We know it's ridiculous.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Now, one last one before we let you go. A Mississippi man accused of destroying a statue of a pagan idol at Iowa's state capital is now being charged with a hate crime. Now, compare this with the violent activists who tore down dozens of statues, including Columbus, Thomas Jefferson, and George Washington. None of them were held accountable. um, Or they weren't even charged with a hate crime. None of that happened. Why to the Mississippi bloke?
4: So this is becoming it's hard for a lot of people around the world to understand, but I can just say it in a nutshell. What's happening is that anyone who supports Donald Trump can get arrested at any time for any reason in the United States of America. And that our FBI, our high level intelligence are targeting people and they are setting them up to do a uh, crimes that they wouldn't normally do and then they're arresting them because they've been targeted because they support donald trump and so we're going to see more of this happening obviously uh, the blm and antifa groups never get arrested for anything just today they were closing streets down in washington dc in front of congress uh they're violent and volatile they try to punch me with their flags all the time. No one ever gets arrested. No one ever gets charged. I've seen them with baseball bats at the U S Capitol. No one got in trouble and they just get Uh, arrested and released and nothing happens, they don't get charged. So our current Department of Justice is totally corrupt and biased against anyone who supports Donald Trump. And that's what's going on. We don't want a civil war. No one in America wants to fight each other. We need to actually just stand up and expose the truth about the federal government. But as we go into our 2024 election cycle, if they try to stop the election, if they try to cheat in different cities, counties, and states, that will instigate. Our major people to stand up. And at that point, no one's going to allow American patriots to get arrested. No one wants any more people to be in prisons. Our prisons in the United States of America are overflowing. Mm. We have more people in prison than pretty much any other country in the world at this time. It's shocking, Chris.
1: Yeah. We have a law enforcement, um, I guess, sector, and I mean agencies and law enforcement in states who have developed this political selective approach to putting people behind bars. It's just gross. Uh, Hannah Mar, who's one of our viewers on TNT, has uh, commented in our chat box, which those who are listening or watching can be part of on TNTradio.live. Hanumar says, I wanted to ask you your opinion on the 35-year-old Navy veteran who was charged with a hate crime on Tuesday after he admitted to beheading a satanic statue that was on display in the Iowa State Capitol Building last month. I know the statue was displayed during the Christmas season in the Iowa State Capitol Building across from a nativity scene. You could imagine the backlash if it was an Islamic or other religious majorities Uh, Minority Celebration, the leaders in America, and not only in America, at all levels of government seem to hate the country they have built and are intent on destroying it from the inside. Love the show. Listen to it from Japan. So Hanumar is watching and listening from Japan, and he or she is obviously detecting what you're describing, Um, Corinne. And I think it's atrocious, and people need to regain, get back their country.
4: And that's what's happening with, uh, the border issue, take back your border. I mean, all the people who are going to the border right now, but it's actually going to happen more in your town, in your city, in your county, in the United States of America. And I think it's going to spread around the world. I predict, honestly, by November, we're going to see people around the world standing up, just like they're doing in France. The people of France are beloved people standing up against their corrupt federal government and all across Europe. And change is going to happen.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's in the air. It's in the air. You can feel it. Uh, Corinne Clifford, fabulous to have you on the program once again. You keep going hard and we'll be in touch.
4: God bless you, peace, Chris. Thank you.
1: Same to you. Thank you, Corinne. Much appreciated. She said she had uh, plenty of news to tell us about, uh, plenty on the plate there, and more, and then some. And Hannah Marth, thank you so much for making that statement. It coincided beautifully with what Corinne Clifford reported. Uh, occurred in Iowa. And you're right. It is one law for one particular political bent of people and another law for the other side. That is not the way law enforcement is supposed to behave. Uh, They are not supposed to be politically selective. Now, if you missed your favourite TNT show or interview, it's very easy to watch it Uh, You simply listen or watch it when you want, wherever you want. You just listen to or go to visit episodes on the TNT Radio website, episodes, or rumble.com. You can go to some other wonderful, wonderful video scheduling websites. We're also on the major podcast platforms, including Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon, Podbean, iHeart, and TuneIn. There is no reason to miss out on anything right here on TNT.
0: De-weaponizing weather with reality and perspective.
2: Well, the trial between Michael Mann and Mark Stein continues in Washington, D.C., and something very interesting has just occurred. It appears that Michael Mann has succeeded in putting his hockey stick on trial in Mann versus Free Speech. Now, this is very interesting because if stein's people can get the people watching this trial to understand that dr mann would not reveal how he came up with his conclusions that should instantly instantly make it so that this thing should be dismissed so i don't know if dr mann was thinking but apparently the hockey stick his famed idea that let's take away the medieval warming period and the Earth's temperature just flatlined and went up like crazy. And it really put him on the map and became an icon for the IPCC. I don't know if he wants this because you would need discovery and the discovery would be Let me see your data. Why should the entire planet simply accept something? Maybe Michael Mann is the most honest guy in the world, but why should we accept his word without looking at the data? So this is gonna be very, very interesting over the next few days. And it is a big deal because this kind of stuff going on where people are suing other people for things that are questionable at best, it's got to stop or society will spin out of control. This is WeatherBell.com Chief Meteorologist Joe Bastardi asking you to enjoy the weather. It's the only weather you've got.
3: When a crisis hits, close to home and across the globe, nonprofits are on the front lines ready to serve. Keep coming, keep coming. The demand for charitable services has skyrocketed, and nonprofits are rising to meet the needs healing, nurturing, rescuing, honoring, protecting, caring, inspiring. The work of philanthropic organizations of all sizes, across all missions, has never been more important. And it's donors and volunteers like you who make all this possible. Thank you. Together, we change the world. The Nonprofit Alliance.
0: Where the story goes we follow chris smith on today's news talk tnt radio
1: i like to do as much as i can on this program to be right up to date to talk about things that are happening now to talk about news that is broken not news that may be very old unless of course it is earth shattering and there are developments which is the way we kind of run things on this program Um, and I also try and look forward what's happening next week. What could it mean next month? What, what happens towards the back end of the year when these particular circumstances collide? So that's what I try and do. But in this case, I've got to talk about something that has happened and should not have happened, you know. There comes a time when a president, no matter what his physical ailments, no matter what his mental acuity, needs to front up and be the leader of an entire superpower. And you know when those times come, but in particular, when you are giving respect and paying homage to those that fight for the country and felt. I don't think that you have an excuse, no matter what's happening in the world or what's happening on your plate, not to turn up to the funeral, to the passing of soldiers who were killed in battle. And Horn News have written a pretty good article on this today, which I read and I thought to myself, yeah, they are absolutely correct. The President of the United States, the Commander-in-Chief, of the U.S. Armed Forces had to think twice, would you believe, about honoring soldiers killed while carrying out his inept orders. There's another good point. Islamic terrorists, as you know, killed three U.S. soldiers with a drone strike on Saturday. We've spoken about it a couple of times this week. Joe Biden's orders took those three U.S. citizens who happened to be black, Sergeant William Rivers, um, Brianna Moffat and Kennedy-Layden Sanders from Georgia to Jordan on the border of Syria. Now, we've discussed already on the program what the hell they were doing there. Was it to keep the peace in the Middle East? Well, they haven't been too successful. So what are they doing there, especially in Jordan? Putting that aside, Biden's handlers were quick to claim them as their own. White House spokesperson, Corinne Jean-Pierre, Eloquently described them as three, three brave, ha, three brave, ha, three brave folks, three folks who are military folks who are brave, who are always fighting, who are fighting on behalf of this administration. We played it on the news about two days ago. It was a pathetic attempt to show respect from the podium of the White House. Pathetic. Even though he formally said they died for his administration, two days later, Biden had not made up his mind whether he would give them the respect of his presence at the funeral. On Monday, National Security Council spokesman John Kirby announced he didn't have anything on the scheduled visit. Three black lives mattered so much to Joe Biden that he won't even bother to show up to receive their bodies, said Philip Anderson. Joe would go to the funeral, If the three killed were illegals crossing the border, but not his own military personnel, said one enraged commentator. They're right. When he bothers talking to soldiers in harm's way and the families who grieve them when they die, Joe Biden usually speaks about himself. Doesn't he what? He always brings their predicament back to his own life. Who cares? It's not about you. He keeps telling soldiers his son Bo died in Iraq, and as we know, it's all rubbish. Even though the fake news media says Horn News, telling Americans Biden is a compassionate man, he regularly turns his nose up at suffering Americans. Um, and the article goes on to give examples of exactly what he did after 9, 11, et cetera. But maybe it's better He leave Americans hanging after death, as he did during their lives at a ceremony honoring the 13 soldiers he abandoned to a terrorist attack in Afghanistan during his poorly planned withdrawal. A bored Biden stopped to look at his watch. Remember that footage? Remember that? The best thing Joe Biden can do for the US military is resign and just endorse Donald Trump. Why would you think twice? about attending the funeral. I just don't get it. Um, very quickly, a little bit of news before I go anywhere. Uh, Joshua Schulte, a former CIA officer, was sentenced today to 40 years in prison for the largest data breach in the agency's history, along with other charges. Schulte was charged on crimes of espionage, computer hacking, contempt of court, making false statements to the FBI, and child pornography, the Department of Justice said in a release, 40 years in prison. And I think given the circumstances of the crimes, I think the court probably got it close to spot on. I've got to uh, step aside for the time being. You've got a news bulletin to receive and then we'll come back and talk to a stack of people including Keith Pitt, the Nationals MP from Queensland. This is Chris Smith on TNT.